Greetings and salutations, gamers. Welcome to Cast Co-op, the podcast in which three podcast hosts cast together. I am one of your hosts, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost, and host of the Xbox Expansion Pass. Joined this week by my big brother and yours, Mr. Ainsley Bowden of Season Gaming Spitcast. Hello, Ainsley Bowden. <laughs> What's going on? Why do you laugh every time? I'm I know, nailing this. I know. Thing. Every time. Every time I start laughing when you start. So, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm definitely it. Yeah, cast cast go up episode nine. I'm excited. I can't believe. Um, doesn't feel like we should be at episode nine already, but we are. It's awesome. I'm here. I'm drinking. I'm excited. I'm on vacation starting tomorrow. I'm ready. That's exciting. That's exciting. Uh, also joining us on this panel, I suppose, is the host of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, Mr. Badbit. Hello, sir. How are you? Hi. First time, long time. It's your first time, long time. That's good. All right. I'm a big fan. Is, yeah? is my mic okay? In this episode, we'll be giving a mid year review. Shut your face. Um, we'll be doing a mid year review on the big three and just how this year in gaming has gone thus far up to this point. It's the halfway point, so it would make good sense to go ahead and do that. That said, we've got a couple things, some housekeeping, as it were, that we oh. need to get to first. Ainsley you, Bowden, you're you taking Joe off already on Twitter. On Twitter, uh, you had a go at me sir and you said that i have not been playing halo 5 since launch and that is ridiculous absurd and i am distraught over it i've been an avid halo 5 player i i i would like to point out and this is not a dig no it's not a dig. Here but I, I actually did look up how much you've played because we know joe joe's a fake you know we don't fake, have to really fake talk fake about fan yeah, bring, the, bring the numbers out yeah. again he yeah. he actually you know remember two months ago when he told me halo 5 sucks and now he plays it, it every sucks. day and now I play it every day. <laughs> um, but I kind of laugh because I looked and I saw you have something like 60-some matchmaking victories. Like, it doesn't track actual time, I don't think, on the Xbox app, but it shows how many oh, matchmaking really? victories you have. And I was like, 65? I was like, that seems low. Uh, I don't know what that is like in comparison to people. Yeah, um, yeah I have I, almost 1,100. So, so that might be, <laughs> we play Warzone a lot. I know those are long matches. Well, and and I don't even think they count. I think the matchmaking victories is whatever. But actually, it does show time. I'm lying because you did show that you have like 200 hours in it. So, my yeah. apologies, sir. My apologies. No, thank. That's right. That's right. <laughs> also, also, and this is this is the part that um, I'm just going to go full bar into, and this is for all the listeners, every single one of you on Twitter. I put a little call out saying, hey, if you log into Halo 5, usually you have free gold packs that you can gift to people. And then Joe did the same thing. The same, like, like he said, why not me? I haven't gotten a single gold pack from anybody at all. At all. And like I'm entitled to free stuff as a content creator. That's something that we've all agreed <laughs> with. We've all agreed to that as content creators. In fact, it was Joe's idea to do this. So what's up with that? Where's that um, at? My By the way, why, why do you need gold packs? <laughs> oh, so in Warzone you get like uh vehicles and stuff with Yeah, them. the cards just, and stuff, okay. Yeah, 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 it's just fine. But you usually get oh, a real Halo 5 fan would know that. Uh, no, I know that. That's a good point, I, I I have every single item unlocked. 
Oh, sure you do. So okay, because so I unlocked all this in 2016, uh-huh, about right, you know five years right. ago when the game was hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right, right, mm-hmm. You know they've added things to yeah. it. Um, we we know. So the the <laughs> joke behind that is entitled creators and like demanding free things, mm-hmm. but also the fact that we really do like those gold packs because they unlock vehicles for Warzone. Can I gift you a- packs like if I buy them? Because I have like almost 200,000 points too. Not with points. No, no, not with not points. With you points. have to spend real money. You don't need to do that. Don't do that. No. Don't do that. That's that's part of the joke, I think. I would have um, done that. But they have like cool like new things. You like could, blue- you could give me whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um. Any anyway, we've been playing a lot of Halo Five before we get to this mid year review. I don't want to play are- with you guys. Yeah, well, you know, we've been on. We were just oh, okay. on. Yeah, I want to play with all you. Right. We ask him all the right? time. All the time. We can't play Warzone though. We got to play some arena. For a guy that loves Halo 5, he's way too busy to play it, like, all the time. Yeah, this guy has the gall, the the audacity to beat Dark Souls 3 in what seems like just two days. And then you're going through Old Yarnum. It's like, where do you you get off? You know you're not going to give me shit about playing Bloodborne again. No, I would never. Because I got the itch, like... I think I think you you tweeted out something like there, no one does a Vista better than From Software today. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is absolutely true. And uh, I'm like, man, I want to go back. It's rough. Uh, I told you, it's rough. Like going back to Bloodborne. That's the because it's thirty. Is that it, why? It, it's 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 so it's thirty, right? But it's yeah. not even a good thirty. Like yeah. it's got drops, and the frame pacing doesn't even match the frame rate. Mm-hmm. So it's. It, it took me a while. It's pretty clunky going going back to it to, from modern games. Old old Yarnum, it does that real bad. Yeah, I've I've gotten used to it a little bit better now because it's all I've played the past few days. So I've yeah. kind of reacclimated. But when you first go back, I was like, oh my god, I don't know if I can do this. It's weird <laughs> to me how frames per second started mattering to me a whole lot yes. in the last like two years between yeah. better monitors and better hardware. Uh, it's nuts. And I don't um, usually agree with the hardcore PC guys. Like, they get yeah. too uppity. But yeah. I got to say, but they've been saying this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I got to give it to them. You know, yeah. They, I think they've been talking about frames since 2008. <laughs> it seems yeah. like it's they've been... also been doing their taxes there. Nerds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, for me, I, 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 I'm surprised how... I'm into the whole FPS thing, like like, or, or the frames per second. Like sixty is, I can't go back to thirty, type mm-hmm. of thing. Like I think with the introduction of the PS5 and Xbox Series, mm-hmm. I'm now clicking performance mode instead of ray tracing mode yep. any chance I can. And like I was at a buddy's house um, yesterday or, or a few days ago rather, and he showed me his OLED TV. That's right. I I've literally had. The page on my Google Chrome right now, I'm hovering over by. I got my Biden bucks. I'm just hovering. I'm like, be responsible. You missed the perfect time. The perfect time to buy, seriously, like was unless you want like literally the brand new thing. Like I, you know, like I just got and wasted way too much money on. But the perfect time to buy was like two, three months ago because the CX, which was last year's top, was like super discounted because they were clearing out the models. Hmm. That's so, what I have. That I have the LG sixty-five inch CX nine. I, I want to say that I don't know if that's right, but it's yeah, the twenty nineteen model. Yes, right? it's yeah. the most recent one. That's a bit. Well, maybe not the most recent. I got it last year, like for the Series X, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was the latest one at the time. 
and, and that changed my life. Yeah. And I, I'm not joking when I say that. It changed everything. I just, Joy, I don't mean to cut your story off, um, no, but I care about what I, I'm saying more than yours. Um, Absolutely. I care more I, what you're saying than me. Yeah. <laughs> but I just uh, have been doing th- going through the Metro Exodus uh, upscale one yeah. and the yeah. Doom Eternal. I just replayed all of Doom Eternal with its uh, and ex- enhancements. And then I had to make the choice of like, do I want 120 frames, 60 frames, ray tracing on, ray tracing off, like all of that stuff. And I also turned into a snob in that bit. I was like, really? oh my gosh, I care so much about this. In 4K mode, I started feeling nauseous because mm. of the speed. So I like I switched it into frames per second. Dude, that game at 120 on an OLED is just nuts. Doom Eternal is just wildly impressive. And you know what the funny thing is? The thing that sold me was Ratchet and Clank looked so crisp. Really? Like it just looked Oh, it it's looks... bonkers. It's I think bonkers. I sent you guys that screenshot, which does no justice to seeing it in yeah. person. But so my incredible. question for you, Ains, is I want to get an OLED before Halo and before Horizon. Yeah. Should I wait till Black Friday for a sale or no point? My opinion would be to get a 2020 CX. 2020 CX. Okay. Yes, because the. The 2021 model that just came out, the C1, is really not a whole lot different from the from last year's CX. The only thing that's really different is the G1, the one I just got, which, like I said, spent way too much money on, because it actually has the new Evo panel. It's got an actual different new OLED panel on it. But the C1 doesn't have it. So you could probably get a CX for like a grand or 1500 depending on size like substantially less than the C1 and it's almost the exact same TV. Joe, I will say I had a 55 TCL before this one and I loved it. Like I really did love it. Like everybody jokes on TCLs. Sure. Great value for the money. Right. Right. And that was teacher budget. You know what I'm saying? And we splurged, jumped into this one. I got the 65, which I was not prepared for just how big that, that always get the biggest on that monitor was and then at the same time how light it was Mm. it was nuts and like i bring all this up the worst part about all of these really impressive monitors and everything else is there's no way to show anybody you can't send them a clip or a screenshot or anything else there's no way for me to show anyone what i'm seeing like sea of thieves doom eternal whatever it is the beauty is only when you're there in front of it and i will say this to anybody do not Go get, do not uh, go look at an OLED like Joe did until you're ready to buy one because it will <laughs> ruin you. It will yeah. ruin you yep. for a monitor. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I, uh, Dan has a 65 inch top of the line QLED. And I explained to him that QLED is just a fancy term for nothing, essentially. It's, uh, it's them trying to market it like an OLED, but it's not. It's literally different technology. Um, and he came over, you know, he used to come over for Big Cass and stuff. And I was playing mm-hmm. something one day and he came over. He's like, I was just playing that. Why the hell does it look so much better here? And I was like, because this is an OLED. Like, so, yeah. But look to your point, nice. yeah, get the, always get the biggest size you can. Funny enough, like I installed my new one. My 65-inch OLED is sitting on the floor right behind the monitor. Because oh. I got to move it upstairs and I just haven't yet. 
What a tough life you lead, eh? What a tough life. What a it's just so can much we, adversity you just spoke to me. I don't know how you've overcome it all. Can can um, we take a moment and just reflect on Ains now? He's gotta take that yeah. poor sixty five inch upstairs. Poor sixty five OLED. Mm. White neighborhood. Anyway. You guys uh, want my job? <laughs> yes. No. yes. No, I do not. You need a fat little Hispanic boy? I'll, I'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play you, the you, part. You, I, I'll give you a week. Actually, I don't even need a week. I'll give you two days. We'll see how long you last. All right. You, <laughs> I love Ains cracking wants... under pressure, Ains. That's my, that's my kink. <laughs> he once explained to me what he did, and I don't know what he does. I just want you guys to know that. I was like, oh, that sounds a lot. <laughs> Like, but wow. going back to the original thing, yes, yeah. by an OLED. Okay. Yeah. And Absolutely. by LG. And mm-hmm. uh, definitely go CX, same as same as Luke's, um, if you can still find them. You just look for LG CX um, 65. It'll come up. Because the CX, there isn't a 2021 model, so what will come up will definitely be the 2020. Okay. okay. It's It's funny to me how much this stuff matters now. Uh, mm-hmm. Back in the day, it was like, did you get a 16-bit? Or a 32-bit system. And that was right. the argument. That was the argument, right? Now yeah. it's like you got to have the right monitor, the right audio. You got to have a good headset. You got to have a good system. Tech has come a long way. It, yeah. And it matters. It really matters. And I, I am fascinated by how they're doing this generation blending where games are cross-gen. and Well, some games, not EAs. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> some games are cross-gen. And like, how is my experience on Halo Infinite going to be when I'm playing next to the guy who's playing on cloud? who's playing on a, a TCL monitor like I was, who's playing on an OLED, on a QLED. What up, Dan? Shout out. <laughs> uh, like, what's it going to be like? Like, that's a neat thing, and I wonder if there's a genuine competitive advantage for some or others. I don't care about it. I'm too old to for that stuff to matter to me. Yeah. But uh, the pro the pro streamers, the pro gamers, the like the, like the ones that went into that GameStop, uh, oh did you see God. that? That was the funniest thing. <laughs> Did you, did you guys see that? I think I saw it. I, I think it was from a couple years ago, supposedly. Um, oh, was it? And it got oh. reposted, but still, God there's bless. nothing funnier than to me, literally, like nothing funnier than someone who has a big head and is so full of themselves, male, female, whoever, and tries to like play on that and just gets put in their place. That's just hilarious to me. Yep. Hey guys, um, I don't like to brag. Oh God, gotta, she's buying a lid. No, 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 no. All right, no, good. No. It is in my Amazon cart, though. Now that you mention it, um, I, I got an inside source. I got, I have, I got some rumors. I got some got, speculation. Would you, you like got, to? You got, you're an inside source. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah, now, well, before you tell us this news, do you sure. want to make a YouTube video with all caps and tell <laughs> us breaking news? Is yeah. it Xbox or PlayStation related? This is why I gotta get the green screen behind me. Yeah, uh, it's Xbox. Xbox. Oh, so you got Phil Spencer in the thumbnail then. <laughs> yes, uh huh, and it's okay. with the it's with the rocket launcher meme one. Um, this is good. This is good. Can we talk about can we talk about the rumors and speculations about rumors and speculations? <laughs> oh boy, for just a oh, hot boy. second, because yeah, I am just this. I'm if tired. You need to go on a rant. Go for it. Yeah, man. It's guys, Twitter, social media, YouTube. You don't have inside sources. <laughs> you just have rumors. And just a random Twitter account that speaks in vagaries, and then that's it. There's, there's, like you have a document that nobody wants to, you know, you can't show anybody, but you're saying that you, you know, I, I want to, I don't know what's, I, I'm sick of the acquisition <laughs> talk. Like, oh, this is acquisition season. Like, what mm-hmm. the hell does that mean? I'm, I'm sick of it. 
and uh, and not the fact that like oh Microsoft's gonna be buying something. It's just I'm sick of the talk that Microsoft's gonna buy something. You know what I mean? I, so yes. So I, I this is interesting because the when you're we're recording this on July 13th uh, to go out a little bit ahead of uh, recording a little bit ahead of when this goes live. As of today, we just got news that Phil Spencer is looking at making uh, or having Phil Spencer, Matt Booty. They're going to try and acquire studios outside of the standard Japan, certain spots of North America and Europe. Which right? we've talked about previously. Right. Like, that's not news. No. It's not surprising. And you're right, Joe. The idea of this, this acquisition season talk, we've known for for months and this is not like we've known like exclusively everybody has known this stuff and when people get riled up uh over it it it's obnoxious and i genuinely think it's the content creation crew like it's the people who have to make content their lives are are built around either social media followings or content creation and they're doing it for more for more because you're right it's it's too much and it's it's excessive and people are reading between lines that don't exist and it's exhausting it's meaningless and exhausting. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't really have anything to add, guys. It's we. I was joking about it with some of the other guys earlier today that it's ridiculous. In fact, I, I forget what I put in the search. I searched on Twitter some keywords, right, and started going through. And there's people, you know, the the regulars in the in the Twitter social space that are always talking about this. Um, I found posts going back to like 2018 talking about is Xbox going to buy Crytek? Maybe. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ, guys, let it go. Like, <laughs> like yes. you don't know anything, period. You don't know anything. You're just going off the echo chamber. And second, even if they do, it doesn't matter. Like, when it happens, then let's talk about it. And even then, it's still speculation because you mm -hmm. don't even know what they're going to do with the studio. Mm -hmm. Like, so just let it develop there's so many better things we could be talking about as a gaming community than possibly xbox buying different or anyone for that matter buying different developers yeah it's just such a boring non-starting conversation because it, it all it is is like it's what ifs like you know last week it was uh microsoft's gonna go and buy portions of wb games and the portions being uh traveler's tales that make the lego games and nether realms uh, or another realm, and it was it was shot down by the by the WB, and I'm sorry for the loud Puerto Rican family. <laughs> hey, mom, what um, up, Miriam? <laughs> what up? Yeah, yeah was that I coming through Joe's or was that coming through Luke's mic? My mic. Yeah, well, it like, might. Yeah, no, no, that was definitely my mic, Joe. Yeah, this is what I live with on a daily basis, y'all. But um, no, you actually had the WB com uh, communications director flat out say, "We're not these. They're part of us." They're not going anywhere. They came with us when we merged with Discovery. And yeah, people will be like, I don't believe you. <laughs> That's of course you're saying that right now because the deal isn't done yet. It's, it's literally like, it's literally our community's version of conspiracy theorists. Yes. Yeah, yeah these flat earthers are out there thinking that Microsoft's <laughs> going to buy the internet uh, and, and they're anti-vaxxing it up. It's crazy. Yeah. It is nuts. And, and, and the funny thing is a lot of these same people, as you've seen, are the ones who claim to be multi-platform. Yeah. So if you're multi-platform, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah. One of the, the interesting things is you can, like, it's very easy uh, for anybody that cares to, and I don't think people care to, and that's fine, right? 
Um, but I think it's very easy to track somebody's record, right? These people with inside sources, you can go back and look at their records and uh, people have done so to, to historic leaguer Jeff Grubb. It's got like an 80% track record of being correct. All right. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. All things considered. Um, I think Jez Corden's probably in there Jez around like, up a, there for sure. you know, he's up there in that realm, but then it just trickles down below because I don't know how you get above 80 when things change last minute, you know, yeah. like for the big companies, but some of these people are like inside source leaked big news. Nah, dog, nah, dog. You're <laughs> quoting that article from three years ago. That's not news. It's not, not surprising. It. And it's weird to speculate like to, to these nonsense rumors. And I get exhausted by it. I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. Um, XEP might suffer in terms of numbers because I just can't get in on that realm you know i think yeah. we talked about that before with season gaming right same thing yeah i mean i could post about rumors and leaks and acquisitions once a week and uh, i could drive traffic from it without a doubt mm -hmm. but yeah. we're not going to do that because i just don't i feel it's meaningless um but yeah it's it's exhausting man it's the same old nonsense it's just another way to try and drive drive clicks to bullshit content and uh i don't have time for it well, listen, so, you can expect my video, 6 a.m., shock face, <laughs> Phil Spencer, all caps. Jim Ryan Jeez. dead on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Phil Spencer, like, Kali Madim. It's just like, it's nuts. You'd, prob got, you'd probably have, you know, 10, 20,000 hits by next week. Sorry, guys. I was just texting my source, the new Xbox oh, studio. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to say anything surprising. Yeah. It rhymes with lizard. Whoa! He go, yeah, he goes oh by Chill Chill Pencer. You're onto something, Angus. God, I hope somebody, some nerd, quotes us out and puts it somewhere. <laughs> hey, guys, oh man, so you're not gonna believe this. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-three minutes in, we are gonna get to our big old topic, which is our mid-year review, gentlemen. Looking at where gaming has come in the, from the for the big three. Uh, since 2021 started. Now, we just finished up wrapping and discussing about OLEDs and how important they are. Well, Nintendo heard us. They heard us. They said, now the new thing is OLED screens, and we, we are going to bring out, finally, the OLED Switch. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's going to have an OLED screen, and, uh, and, and that's cool. That was cool. That was the big Nintendo news. Uh, why? What's Ains? You having a you having an emotional don't, don't, breakdown? Don't pull my cord on this. Uh, I I ranted on Bigcast about Nintendo for like a month straight. And I said I wasn't going to do it anymore because I don't like to be negative. And then they came out with this, and I I just kind of got into it again this past weekend. Um, I just can't do it. This is I get it. Like people are like, oh, it's a soft upgrade to get new users and entice new people, and like trying to explain the business model to me. I'm like, I, I get it. Mm -hmm. I understand it's going to sell and it's going to drive sales. It's the same exact thing they did with the DS to a mm -hmm. T. It's the same model. Great. That's fine. It's going to sell. But four years, four and a half, by the time this launches, it'll be four and a half years after the Switch launch. They still haven't upgraded the CPU and GPU, which are from 2011, basically. They're oh, laptop wow. parts from a decade ago. Um, we make fun of the launch PS4 and Xbox One as these ancient consoles now. The Switch isn't even as powerful as them. 
like it, it's unbelievable to me that we're going into 2022, 2023 with this being Nintendo's core hardware. It just doesn't even make sense to me anymore. I, I can't do it. I could go on and on about it. Don't advertise a land port in 2021 because I'm going <laughs> to make fun of you. That's okay? Dreamcast tech, bro. Okay. <laughs> Dreamcast had a 56k modem. Get your shit straight, okay? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. You're right. You're right. I just want to apologize to everyone. That was, that's on me. That's the, on the, the OG Xbox. The OG Xbox was the first console with a LAN port, and they advertised it 20 years ago. It made sense to advertise it then, okay? Um, yeah, like I said, I, I can't go on, but I can't do Nintendo anymore, man. I've just come to accept that I have my Switch. I'll play it when big games come out that I like still. They're just not for me anymore. It's a completely different market, different focus. I can't do it. Well, s seven months into the year, Ains, we we got news of this switch just now. We've got Skyward Sword in a few days uh, from the time of this recording. Metroid Dread. <laughs> You're right. Metroid Dread later this year. There's going to be a new WarioWare. But how has their year gone thus far? It seems like a lot of what Nintendo's got going on is the second half of this year. Uh, have they done anything at all? through 2021 that you would respect or, or feel like is good so far? Joe, how about you, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I, I, checked to see if I don't have anything. Uh, if we want to talk sales, sure, the revenue is higher than it's ever been. Actually, yeah. it's second highest it's ever been to the Wii in one year. Second highest year literally ever. Their highest profit margins ever, all time, Nintendo. What did they, have they done as a end user, like for me? I, I don't know. What do you what do you have? Nothing. I, I, I'm not even being facetious right now. Like I can't think of something they've delivered in the first half of this year that has impressed me. Yeah. I can't I can't either. name it. I can't name a goddamn thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> I really can't like I take a look at that O L E D model and I'm just like, you you know, the gaming community, you're something else. <laughs> because we had something beautiful we had something special we had this console years ago like six or seven years ago it was called the playstation vita and it was fantastic it had an oled screen it had more features than the switch it had bluetooth yeah. <laughs> and memory front and back yeah yeah. Just wow, like this. Side note: that back touch screen was just ridiculously dumb. dumb. No, I know. It was dumb. I'm just saying it had it. It, it just had, had it. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it, yeah. Sorry. You know, <laughs> like to echo what Ain said, the land port situation. Like that's an actual still. That's in their main ad of like this is why you should care about it. And um, I was listening. Um, God, I forget who I was listening to. But they were like, we don't even know what type of LAN port that is. It, it, it may not even be a gigabit. Don't know. There's no you way know? it's a gigabit. It's Nintendo. It's they Nintendo. purposely buy cheap components to, to keep prices down. Well, so, and that's why I was going to rant about, oh, I, I hate. So this is a big thing in like home theater. That, guys that beer started there. <laughs> we said Nintendo. It's going to be gone in a second talking about this. Um, this is like, I'm a home theater guy too, as you guys know, right? And, and. Mm -hmm. The differentiation in tech drives us crazy. So when they come out and just say it's OLED, because that's the hot word right now, because as we talked about at the start, everyone now realizes how what OLED means, right? There are, is a huge disparity in quality between bottom barrel OLED, right? And like your top end OLED panels, just like anything else. Mm -hmm. It's like saying it has speakers. 
and that's supposed to be special. Okay, well, <laughs> what kind of speakers are they? Um, yeah. This is literally bargain basement OLED, right? Sure, yeah. it's OLED. Who's buying 720p OLED screens? I don't care how small they are. Um, it, it just doesn't make any sense. It's going to be me. so clear, but you see, it's only seven inches. It could be so. It's crystal. It's going to be crystal. It may not be 720. It may Ridiculous. be 420. <laughs> Phone screens were like 1440p like four yeah. years ago, and they're smaller than the Switch. The other thing that drives me crazy well, it's because of the ratio of the size of the screen to how you're. Shut up. No, <laughs> shut up. Like, you're dumb. Just stop yeah. the argument. Yeah. It's it's terrible. Just we dunked on flat earthers, leakers, content creators, and now Nintendo fans. Stop defending the most. And if you're a Nintendo fan, great. Like if you love what they're putting out, then by all means, great. Like I think you know, in all seriousness, we're not picky about what people enjoy, right? Like enjoy whatever you're gonna enjoy. But let's be honest with ourselves, for God's sakes. An OLED 720p screen in 20 nearly 2022. Is nothing as you just said, Joe. Vita had a OLED screen in 2011 when it was introduced, or 2012. The Shovel Knight looked great on it, by the way. The what? Shovel Knight looked great on it, oh, by the way. Sorry. I'm already, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like for me, like yeah, what have they done for me lately? The last game I truly played was like Animal Crossing, and I got to the part where the dog played the banjo, and he's like, "Let's open up this fucking pit, let's go." And I'm like, all right, wall of death, let's go, banjo, you know, horse dog guy. And then it was like the end of the game, and I haven't touched my Nintendo Switch since. Open the pit? What do you yeah. mean? What game is oh, this? Oh, you guys don't get it. You guys, okay. Yeah, Animal no, Crossing? I've never played Animal Crossing, so. Okay, no. so when you beat the game, there's like a little dog. I forget yeah. what his name is. You can beat the game? Banjo. Yeah, beat the game. I get through the story. And he plays a little banjo for you. Okay. And I like to always think that. He's actually playing heavy metal. He wants to open up. Oh, and it, that's what I thought you meant, like a pit yeah. pit. Yeah, oh, open okay. up the pit. Okay. All right. Wall of the, I think Luke's surprise was mine, too. I didn't know there was a story mode in Animal yeah, Crossing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that, that's the last time I touched my Switch, and it's kind of remained off. Like, I play Mario Kart here and there with our friend Sean, but other than that, <laughs> it's... It, it's it, this was, like, in the first two years, my favorite Nintendo console, and now it's just like... All right, well, cool indie. I'll wait for it to come out somewhere else at this point. I um, I agree. I don't feel like they're having a good year in terms of anything that they're bringing special to gamers. I feel like that the niche of Nintendo gamers kind of sticks within its own community. Um, I was really disappointed with that new Switch model. Joking aside, they didn't. They're not fixing the Joy Cons, which are notorious for having issues and expensive. Uh, first half of the year, not a lot of games for them. Kind of like Xbox, mm-hmm. they're pretty dry in terms of like games just for them that that were big and stand out um but i was really i feel like they've got a good they're poised for a very good back half of the year with some of the releases they've got starting with with uh skyward sword but none of them thrill me i'm really hopeful for metroid dread but then i'm like no i'm not going to boot up my switch for it given everything else that's coming um I don't know. It's, they're they're a weird conundrum, and clearly we don't fit. But um, I will say that we we put out this on Twitter, asking a few people their thoughts. And Dano, who is always supportive, he gave us rundowns for Nintendo, PlayStation, and uh, Xbox. But mm-hmm. I want to read his Nintendo one for you guys. This is Dano. Uh, he says they added online to Mario Party, then announced a new one with older gen boards, <laughs> OLED model announced with five new features. Eleven out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Musa gave Nintendo a 6 out of 10. He was rating this one. Uh, and then we had a, a, our buddy, Mr. Suddy, said, Nintendo, who cares? Uh, to be fair, I only have an Xbox. Uh, and then he has some questions for us, which I can read later. But it felt like our very small community not thrilled with Nintendo either in any way, shape, or form. It's- and, and as I always say, right, I want to be. Like, mm-hmm. I want to love Nintendo, and they just make it so damn difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I think that's why I've just come to the realization that I've got to, I've got to, um, accept that they're just not for me anymore. They're just not. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's just a sad fact, you know? So I, I honestly, if, if you were to ask me right now to say, play something Nintendo, right. That I have, if I had mm-hmm. to be forced to only play Nintendo, I'd be playing my super Nintendo mini all day mm-hmm. over the switch. Hmm. I just more enjoyable. Yeah, I get it. Because I, I think to Joe's point, Animal Crossing came out in March of last year. Mm-hmm. That's their, unless, please correct me, anyone, if you're wrong, but first party, that's their last big new game. They had Mario Golf just come out last month, but I, I don't know if you really consider that big. I mean, it's not, it doesn't do a whole And like lot. nobody liked it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not doing a whole lot in the market, right? Animal Crossing was huge. Yeah. Um, that was a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? They released Mario... Um, 3d earlier this year which i bought i own it for the wii u because i'm an idiot um i bought it i played it for about an hour i bought it and haven't touched it and i loved that game on the wii u really loved it it was probably one of my favorites um haven't touched it it's interesting Mm. yeah i don't know well let's shift away from duncan on nintendo because i think (laughs) it's fair to say that for our the type of gamers that we are nintendo has not had a good year thus far i would barely give them a, a c if we were doing ratings which i don't know that we are but um i was not happy with their year thus far uh let's well, do I'll, I'll give i'll give nintendo a rating okay what you got <laughs> as a peter griffin joke right there <laughs> um <laughs> that's great every time instead of meg every time nintendo <laughs> nintendo oh god i'm gonna start doing that I love this show. It's terrible. God, I could get a CX for $300 less. Very tempted. Less Constantly. than? Than the than the um, the C1. Really? That's it? I would have thought it would be much Yeah, much 300, I would I would go C1. And, yeah. and oh, really? That. I don't know okay. jack about TVs, but like that's not a big difference once you're into those realms of prices. All right. Yeah. Um, let's do Xbox now. Xbox has had okay. a really, really interesting year uh, thus far in that... I, hosting the Xbox Expansion Pass, have had a lot of good news to talk about. Yeah. Uh, almost for the entirety of the year thus far. It's been a lot of good vibes and good news almost every week. Almost. Mm-hmm. That said, not a lot. No Xbox games have come out this year that are Xbox specific. In fact, we're heading into the back half of the year, which is their, what is it, uh, six games in six months or six exclusives mm-hmm. in six months kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Leading up to this, no. But now they've got the Ascent and Flight Simulator hitting console, and then it's kind of going to get going uh, from there. So it's an interesting one for me to break down because there's all good news, but no games. It's been acquisitions and showcases. Where are you guys thinking and with Xbox rumors so of far? acquisitions. Rumors. Oh, inside source. And my inside source. Don't forget that. <laughs> Don't forget Don't it. That's all right. I'm new s- at, and news at eleven. Can I start? Uh, yes, Joe. Sure. Please. Thank you. As as the host of the PlayStation podcast, we can get the negativity out of the way here. Um, I think 
I I've I haven't been this optimistic about an Xbox product since the Xbox 360. Like for me, Xbox is hitting on all the notes they need to hit with me to get me excited in their brand again and to get me to trust them again like I did with the Xbox 360. Um I love that console. Xbox 360 maybe amazing console. Maybe amazing. my favorite, maybe second favorite console of all time. Good man. Like it's a, Interesting it's that we think console. that because it broke down and they had to have go through multiple revisions before oh, yeah. it got to its final form. But you're right. We all think back very pl- pleasantly on it. Yeah. Uh, rough start. Yeah, the hardware had problems, but that, that generation and what it brought to gaming was monumental. Not yeah. like anything. So for the series, <laughs> I think it, in terms of like social media wise, the good news about this console is really driving home the good feeling that I have going into the Xbox ecosystem and actually giving it a, a good, honest go. So I think news wise, like we joked about it, but the acquisitions are impressive. Like Bethesda is, is huge, really big get for them. Um, and then being <laughs> able to finalize it. I think that E3 showcase for them really solidified that they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the coming years. And the roadmap seemed really, I'm really hyped for those games coming to the Xbox, you know, or just the the Game Pass ecosystem, because that's mm-hmm. what it is now. Um, and so, though there is, I, I would say I would give them a fat F when it comes to, like, exclusives of, like, why am I buying this console? Because mm-hmm. um, there is no game right now until Halo, and we don't know as of yet when that's coming out. Yeah, at the same exact time, they've been doing day and date, you know, on Game Pass with some pretty noteworthy games, one of that being like MLB The Show, Mm -hmm. that's really showing that, hey, what we're lacking in exclusives, we're going to make up for these deals that's going to make your head turn one way or the other. Um, And that being said as well. Well, yeah. say, the noteworthy ones did well on Game Pass. Outriders, yes. that uh, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons one, Dark, Dark Alliance. Alliance, Dark Alliance. Yep, that one. For, <laughs> it may not have reviewed well, but like Game Pass has did them a good service. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just wanted to note that for anybody that oh, was listening, yeah, yeah. like they've had a lot of day and dates to kind of make up for the zero reasons to, to yeah. buy a Series S or X exclusively, mind you. Yeah. So for me as a PlayStation gamer, I I two thumbs up, man. Like this is this is great. I think Xbox is in a really good position and I'm sold on the promise that is to come from Xbox, especially when it comes to um this holiday season. You have a lot of games to start looking forward to. Dude, <laughs> the Forza stuff we've been seeing. Even through Twitter compression, I'm just like, hot damn, we're about to do it. We're about to imagine that on an OLED. Just saying. (laughs) Imagine that on an OLED on my phone because of XCloud. That's better screen. (laughs) That's right. So, like for me, um, I'm sold out of the promise. I'm really excited for what's to come from them, though. In you know the idea of exclusives, they haven't done much, but I'm still playing Halo. I'm still playing Sea of Thieves on the regular. So, I'm liking it. I'm liking what they're doing, man. Ains, where are you at with Xbox this year so far? Yeah, man, I think uh, I'm really high on them. Um, to your point, I, I, I think the literally the only thing you could point to as a negative would be that, like if you're specifically looking for first-party published new games. Um, but we also, and this is an excuse, uh, 
but we also do have to at least remember that it's the first year, still the first year of a new console cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And I think it's only spotlighted a little more because PlayStation, which we'll get to, of course, in terms of games, uh, has continued the string they had from the PS4 era, and they've had a really good first year for PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, for PlayStation, I think it might be their best. If you look back at every PlayStation generation, it might be their best first year so far. We can d- debate that in a second. But for Xbox, I think that makes it look a little worse because <clears throat> when you look at them everywhere else and every other area, as you guys already both kind of commented on, they're killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the FPS boost and auto HDR, you know, this kind of uh, revitalizing existing games is amazing. Um, I use that way more than I would have thought, and it's more impressive than I would have thought it would be. Um, as I've told other people, you know, I started pray- playing Prey on my PC a short while ago, and uh, because it was better than my old Xbox, right? Um, just with FPS boost and H- auto HDR, my Series X runs that game way better than my PC now. It's night and day, um, which is crazy because it's free. It's not like I bought a new copy or did anything, right? Um, so backwards compatibility, these features, their communication, we've talked about too many times, right? But they're just very transparent and open with where they're going. Um, and to Joe's point, the kind of cherry on top was the E3 conference to say, here's what's coming in the next, the rest of the year, but here's where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they showed that extremely well, which I know we already touched on as well. But uh, their games, when you talk about first party games, they really do start a few weeks from as we're recording this, right? You start to then get like a game and game launching and game pass, like every two weeks for the rest of the year. Uh, And that includes games all the way down, you know, like the ascent I know is getting a lot of eyes on it, even though it's indie got flight sim at home with variable refresh rate, you know, new technology again, pushing kind of the boundaries in the console space. And then of course, halo infinite looks, it's going to be a juggernaut this fall. Uh, Forza horizon five is going to be a juggernaut this fall. Um, but you've also got, um, you know, things like Psychonauts 2 and, you know, all these other things you're getting excited for. Um, it's Are just relating Psychonauts 2 to Xbox because, I mean, obviously they're acquired, yeah. but it's coming to other consoles. But we think of that like an Xbox game. Well, I'm talking about Xbox like publishing, right? Gotcha. OK, OK. I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah, because I mean, yes, it is coming to all platforms. Same with Outer Wilds and stuff, right? Previously. Um, in fact, you know, people may forget Psychonauts 2 was crowdfunded actually to start. Um, it wasn't yeah, even fig. just a, by fig, yeah, exactly right. Um, anyway, but my point being is that all the stuff we've been talking about for the past couple of years, right? The acquisitions from 2018 and then the studios growing, right? We've seen more of Hellblade 2 now, where we saw stuff from In Exile a couple of weeks ago in their new studio and the work they're doing, and we know that. Uh, you know, Fable has been, t- uh, Playground Games has been talking about stuff outside of Forza Horizon, the engine usage they're doing. There's just, there's a lot that's churning and it's it's coming to that point, which we've been hoping for, which is where Xbox is really going to hit the stride with games to match everything else. And mm-hmm. to Joe's point, I, I think by next year, we're going to be talking about Xbox in a light that we've never talked about them before, even in their peak 360 days. I think they're going to surpass that personally. Really? Yeah, 100%. I have no doubt in my mind. Um, and Bethesda was, yeah, I said cherry on top previously. Bethesda was like the cake on top of the cake, right? That was like the domino 
they slammed down on the table to say all of these amazing franchises that you've known and love are now Xbox. Um, so it's, yeah, it's impressive. That was long winded. I'm sorry. The first, okay, yeah. if I talk about the first half of the year, it's exactly what you guys already said. Everything has impressed me to a T except for first party delivery, but they've already kind of shown where that's going very, very soon. In fact, the second half of the year. So um, I think they've done a tremendous job. I don't really have a whole lot of negatives to say about them. Um, Series X as a console, I love. It's an amazing piece of hardware. Really brilliant, brilliantly designed. Uh, as I said, the auto HDR, FPS, quick resume, all these features. It's just been, it's been great, man. I love it. The interesting thing for me about Bethesda is I was not overly thrilled by many of the franchises. I thought it was a big deal, but like, they, I don't play many of them beyond like Wolfenstein and Doom, right? Okay. Um, the way they've handled, the way they've showcased, the way they've discussed Bethesda since they became uh, kind of one entity has yeah. really impressed me. Really impressed me. Yeah. Um, just the, the messaging around it. I've been very just pleased with overall because I was just nervous. Like, how how are they going to coexist? Bethesda was at a point where they were now doing their own E3 shows for years. Yeah. That's how big they were. They have a huge audience, yes. And so it was like, all right, how are you going to merge these two? But I think they've handled a lot of that messaging very well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With a few very small exceptions here and there that I'm, I don't even off the top of my head remember uh, specifically. But they've done a good job with that. And then more to the point, they've handled hardware well and had, we look at the lack of games, despite all this good news, had Halo Infinite launched when it originally intended, Joe, you're weird, uh, then we would have Halo Infinite in kind of a eh, state and still no other stuff. So they lo- and, and all the systems would still be sold out. So I think yeah. they made the right choice in delaying that, yeah. um, which is only, only understandable in hindsight, right? Of the, course. Like, like we're only able to confirm that in hindsight. Uh, but it, for all intents and purposes, Infinite looks like it's now on the right track, truly. And their second half of the year is what's selling consoles their their roadmap is what's selling consoles they've been sold out nonstop, but they've not had the content it's game pass it's it's the messaging it's their uh it's verbiage else. the communication yeah, yeah. well and let's not just, also forget that they have done a really good job too for their fans of providing um ongoing content for games so you know we when we were yeah, talking about content it's you're you're kind of preaching towards launches, game launches, new new right. IPs, right? We yeah. saw the Disney collaboration with Sea of Thieves, and Sea of Thieves just in general, right, continuing to grow. You guys know that as as well as anyone. Great, Forza Horizon Four continues to get new content. State of Decay Two continues to get new content, and all of these games have also been updated for Series X and Series S hardware, right, for mm-hmm. free. There, there's yep. literally no paid upgrades on the Xbox side. They, they do all of this stuff, FPR, FPS boost, HDR, uh, Series X and S upgrades. All this stuff we're talking about has been free. Um, they've just, and, I mean, that's a lot of goodwill they've built up for their fan base uh, to kind of smooth over the, la- the the weight for their first party to start hitting. Those those things like FPS boost and, and HDR and uh, some of the, the Ford compatibility stuff they're doing, it... it it's surprising to me because it's not just buzzwords, which I was thinking it would be. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Oh, FPS boost, whatever. And then I started experiencing it in these compatibility modes. And I was like, all right, this is absolutely where it's yeah. at. This is yeah. absolutely. It was like that. I tried fallout four and it's night and day. 
I mean, literally mm -hmm. night and day from what it was. Oh, and by the way, you don't have to go looking for your game saves. You know what? They're freaking there. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That has been a very <laughs> interesting uh, narrative. Every time a game that's cross-gen comes out for so, Xbox versus the PlayStation stuff, because I watch the PlayStation community struggle through that, how to get, like, download the PS4 version, update it, and then you can start your PS5 version, but you download the PS4 version on your PS5, and just very, very weird uh very very weird stuff but before we go to playstation because they've had i before we go to playstation overall it sounds like we're pretty high on xbox's year but we are noting the lack of games yeah yeah xbox has no games bro they got no games yeah, did whatsoever you, did, did you hear i got an inside source tells me oh, xbox is dead interesting oh, oh. well uh, let me read to you quickly some of our listeners the uh, okay james suddy who i hate uh, <laughs> he, he gave Xbox a nine. Uh, said it's been killing them based on the news he's seen. That he says gave it a he nine. Did... I give that a thumbs up. <laughs> he said, uh, "I hate you." That said, he uh, he did say that he only has an Xbox. So note that caveat. Uh, Mojo Blue says he gives Xbox a ten. Mm, goodness. Uh, Musa gave Xbox an eight out of ten, and our boy Dano wrote us an essay here: seven out of ten, positive, strictly for Game Pass library moves. Uh, some of the stuff we noted, the buzz, the stuff that's not a buzzword is cloud gaming uh, yeah. is officially out of beta and games with gold is still slacking uh, aside from January and February, but a very promising future from E3. So it sounds like a lot of the people that listen to the show were in agreement with us, um, which I guess would make sense. Um, there it goes. PlayStation. Joe, tell us about PlayStation's year thus far. Man, it's weird. <laughs> this is, I, honestly, I'll make uh, another beer for this one. I'll yeah, back. please. <laughs> I, I he, think he cared he, not at all about what you had not, to say. I do, know. I do. You can even yeah. wait if you want, but okay, don't. I'll wait. We'll, we'll wait. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. don't make, don't make people wait. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, you want to get you. you know. Okay, is he bald? Is he bald? I think he is. Dude. Is he okay? All right. I mean, you, you can see it. he's losing. He's fighting it, right? Audience, right? You can see, I think he put a little Rogan in it. God bless his heart. <laughs> oh, if you look at the back of his yellow chair, it says, yeah. Dear Ains, we love you. Sincerely, Cyberpunk CD people. Look, beer and fridge, beer fridge. Go, go, go. So, well, return no, uh, on Clank, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, no, I can, I can tell you that I think by the end of this generation, um, Xbox is going to be the market leader just by the way that they're acting. Um, that's, that's what I think. And, and I think we're going to... to we're going to determine that not by console sold, but by Game Pass being so dominant. Um, I mean, the positive buzz, and it has no first party, you know, AAA slapper. This gen stuff. Yeah, 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 this gen stuff. It's Banger. truly <laughs> remarkable. Shut up. So for me, the, the thing is with PlayStation, it's kind of a mixed bag where... We take a look at the games that they've come out for the PlayStation 5 and also for the PlayStation 4, uh, for so some uh, games, most of them, uh, is they've been great. Like, Miles is fantastic. Demon's Souls is fantastic. Ratchet and Clank is fantastic. Uh, you know, uh, Returnal is fantastic. Sackboy is legitimately great. Astrobot, fantastic. Uh, sir, some of those are 2020 games. Sure, 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 sure. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm going through the launch. I'm going through the launch. You shut your mouth. And Miles Morales continues to sell out by the day. So, or, or so sell systems, so systems by the day. And like numbers wise, PlayStation's doing really well as as well. Like 
Um, I, I saw there was a new refresh on the UK store, and that's how you determine success, apparently. And um, you saw like Ratchet and Clank and, and PS5s just bam, boost, boost that thing up to number one again. So people are thirsty for a PlayStation, that's for sure. The games are stellar as they should be, but it is the total lack of communication, transparency by Sony uh, themselves that have me concerned, not that we're f facing an arrogant Sony, but that we're facing a Sony that is not equipped to go up against a serious Microsoft, a nervous Sony, I think, in some regards. At least that's like the temperature I get reading in the room in terms of PlayStation fans, where like news has been flat, has not been that great to cover PlayStation in honest. Um, they've been very random with their announcements of like, hey, we're teaming up with Haven Studios. Be excited when this game comes out in four years. Hey, we teamed up with Deviation Games. Um, four years. <laughs> Firewalk Studios. Maybe that comes out a little sooner. Um, none of these games or studios have proven track records. They just have some stellar management that we've seen throughout the years. Be excited, please. Uh, PSVR 2, please be excited about it. And in terms of what they've shown us this summer, you know, everybody has shown us a show. Oh, boy. <laughs> right? Like, we know that there's going to be another big Sony thing in August, apparently. But you but, did just uh, have a state of play, like, last week. Yeah, sure. Uh, but even the, the, the way... Xbox game, weirdly. Yeah, I, I love Deathloop. I, Me too. It looks so awesome. Yep. Uh, I'm saying that was a weird narrative. That That's what I was yeah, going for. Sure. It's an yeah. odd narrative. And, and it was actually the first time Sony felt the most transparent with us when they're like, hey, this is what to expect out of this state of play. Mm -hmm. um, you know, no Horizon, no God of War. Um, but those we will talk about in the weeks to come. So it's like, okay, we know that there's something else. But man... Your your silence is deafening when we got week after week. Yeah, aw an awesome thing to get excited over an Xbox. I think that's definitely going to trickle in year two, year three, year four, um, as Game Pass gets more and more games in that library, more mm -hmm. games that you can't avoid. You know, you may I may not be into every Bethesda game that comes out for sure, but I'm gonna tell you that you know, though I feel nothing about a Starfield, that game's going to sell subscriptions. Right. So for me, I am concerned of the silentness of Sony and I am getting tired that we're seeing games on PS4 and PS5, PS4 and PS5. Um, I'm getting a little tired of that. I, I paid 500 bucks for this thing. PS4 was a great system, but let's tell me when you're going to actually cut the cord. You know, you well, that's my talk. And that seems weird to me because we've been praising cross-gen for sure. Xbox and the way they're doing some of the stuff that they're doing. Um, but also, like, Ratchet and Clank was PS5 only. Right. And Demon Souls and Returnal. Yeah. So we got three. But, like, Horizon, nope. God of War, nope. Uh, GT7, nope. That's, That's two more cross. than Xbox has, which is just the medium, right? Oh. Well, Falconeer, Falconeer. Sure, I, you you give them too too much. Benefit I don't know, I'm trying to be that. like trying to think about what launched only, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So again, I think it was Jim Jimbo Ryan a year ago going, "We believe in generation and, and hard to you know." Well, they you know. advertise Gran Turismo Seven as PS5 only. Yeah, 
It's literally in their trailer. Well, it's not anymore, but it was. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's weird the way they talk to us. And by weird, I mean the silence. Um, I I really hope this next show hits it out of the park. Um, if it doesn't, I'm just even more befuddled. <laughs> like I'm just confused. The Achievement really? Hall is ramping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I'm going to look mm-hmm. for a new co-host for the Achievement Hall. <laughs> um, takers, uh, anybody that has a big achie- achievement list score. You know, it's weird, Ains, that PlayStation of the of the three of the two uh, in this in this particular discussion has released more exclusive games to their next gen hardware now to current gen hardware has continuously been selling out and has games that we know are coming from established franchises like God of War and Horizon. Yep. It's weird that we know all that and the PlayStation guy is down on it. <laughs> I think why is he like that? I if I pick up on what Joe's kind of putting down here, it's it's a sense of a market shift. Um, whereas the 360 for Xbox, we joke about this being cyclical, right? The 360, especially in the early years, the PS3 caught up eventually. But in those early years, the 360, people forget that Xbox dominated the conversation. I mean, it just dominated. It outsold mm-hmm. like three to one the PS3 in the US in the early years. They had exclusive Bioshock, Mass Effect. Skyrim was a disaster on PS3. It basically didn't work at times. I mean, 360 was the console. And then we got into the space of PS4 and we saw the reverse. Everyone knows. We don't have to talk about it, right? PS4 dominated, better games, et cetera, over Xbox One. And I think what Joe's alluding to, it's not that the PS5 is bad. It's not what they, they've delivered is bad. It's not that um, there's not things to be excited for, like what you just said. Um, I think we're all over the moon. I mean, I'm chomping at the bit for Horizon. Um, but it's a feeling that PlayStation is playing a different game. Like it almost feels like Xbox is playing major leagues and PlayStation is still using the AAA playbook. Um, And it it just, there's other areas as you look at the ecosystem, the damn word I've been talking about forever, that Xbox is just playing at a different level now. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, PlayStation can't match the cloud stuff. They just can't, uh, at least not in the short term. Um, you know, they can't match Game Pass right now, or at least they're even not attempting to match it from what we know. Um, and I think the, the, the bullishness, bullishness of which Xbox entered this gen and is approaching the market and cloud gaming and Game Pass, I think has taken Sony off guard. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they just, you know, it's, it's a weird thing to watch develop. So again, little, little kind of long-winded, but I, Joe, you can tell me if I'm off or, or right mm. or wrong, but it feels like that's what you're alluding to. It's not that anything, it's not necessarily that we're missing experiences on PlayStation right now. It just feels like from their communication, their planning, and what they're kind of showing their fans right now, it seems very templated, like they're just kind of going with the flow. Whereas Xbox, yes. it feels like is, is, it's like chess versus checkers, right? Mm-hmm. It feels like Xbox is playing chess. And PlayStation's playing checkers right now. And we don't even know truly if that's true. It's yeah. just what it feels like. Um, and, and so and I, I think what helps yeah. is that I know Xbox's map. Its roadmap is going to be. <laughs> I didn't think Game Pass would ramp up this fast. But like <laughs> Wait till this fall. 
exactly like yeah. once this fall hits it's like and here we go let's yeah. do it um it it's nuts and it kind of feels like you know when you're about to get sick your body's like something's happening <laughs> don't know what's happening but something's about to yeah. go down something's not right here exactly something isn't right here and i think what we're in the process of doing is kind of like an autopsy on a living body it's like okay <laughs> what happened here yeah yeah that's not good i know doctors do like you know they get the stethoscope and just, anyway so like it, it's kind of like we're doing an autopsy it's like what's going wrong with playstation what's going on like what's missing here and i think it's it's clear at this point even the way they treat indies it's communication mm -hmm. communication is going to be the achilles heel mm -hmm. you know that is the thing that is that is hurting them it's the way they communicate with the fans it's the way they're communicating with devs just seems off and I don't know exactly what happened. Is it all because of Sean that would never lie to me late in leaving? What, like, is it Herman Holst has a different style? Where is she? What type of role does he play? We don't know this anymore. No one's talking to us. And I think the one thing that I could say I'm actively jealous about with the Xbox community is you have a Phil Spencer out there talking to us on a regular basis going on shows that you, he knows he doesn't need to be a part on but he's doing it um he's advertising his brand really well and all we get is like jim ryan talking to gq i've never opened up a gq magazine in my life and i'm not starting today so like it's it's a disconnect it's kind of like from the the feeling i'm getting is like playstation's trying to sell you on a lifestyle when i hear gq it just it just seems out of touch with what gamers want which is like hey if you want to reach a gamers you're not going to do it through gq you're going to do it through the trophy room playstation podcast jimbo <laughs> you're always welcome like stuff like that man it, it just feels something feels off and the one other point there is um we know with xbox their first party is now gigantic right and they've spoke very openly and clearly again communication about their future in game delivery. They want a, a major title every quarter in Game Pass, first party title every quarter in Game Pass. That we already know is going to be faster than every quarter in the future. And they're continuing to build out first party. They have the biggest first party. I, I don't know if it's in the world or not, but biggest first party of what we're talking about here by a large shot, long shot. Um, when you look at PlayStation, they're big players, Sony Santa Monica, Naughty Dog, uh, Sucker Punch, you know, these giant, they're they're big big names we're still in a place where we we don't know what naughty dog's next project is yet they're supposed to be developing factions the multiplayer for last of us 2 we haven't seen or heard anything about it right it's been what two and a half years since when did last of us 2 launch two at least two years right that was last, pandemic no. that was june, right when the pandemic started june 2019 something yeah. anyway no, so june 2020 last yeah that was pandemic time it was one year ago. Doom yeah, Eternal, yeah, yeah. Animal Crossing, and Last of Us Two were like the biggies, and then oh, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Like? Is, is it smell like toast? Hey, it's, you need... No, no. I just maybe that game exhausted me so much it felt longer ago. Yeah, that's, um, that's right, Joe. It's not fun. <laughs> it's leave that over there. But anyway, we haven't heard anything. My my point where I was going with this is God of War came out 2018, Horizon 2017. I know I've talked about this before. But Gorilla, right? So let's say Horizon releases this fall, as Joe keeps saying, telling us. 
um, or even in the spring, whatever it is, right? Soon. Um, that's still five years between games, right? So once Forbidden West launches, Gorilla, unless they change their their the way they develop games or they hire hundreds of people, right? Gorilla is basically done for this generation. Hmm. Do you guys see where I'm going with this? That's their release because for them to develop the, whatever their next yeah. game is, you're looking at four or five years again. You're in 2027. Hmm. So That's interesting. Sony interesting Santa Monica. We're in the same boat, right? We don't know what God of War, Ragnarok, whatever the official name is. We don't know how big it is. We don't know if it's a Miles-like game or a full-blown sequel. But again, 2018 is when that game came out, early 2018. It's going to be 2022, at least four years at a minimum before that game releases. So once God of War, I know we always talk about God of War and Horizon because those are obviously the, the big, gigantic AAA IPs that we all want so badly, right? Once they hit, and you played through those experiences, those are two of your biggest first-party studios that may not deliver anything again for three to five years minimum, right? Mm -hmm. My point is, what is Sony doing in the first-party perspective to uh, change that? Because we haven't seen anything yet. Um, we saw Insomniac do some things with Miles, right? That's kind of the path. We see an expansion for Ghost coming from Sucker Punch. But again took six years to develop Ghost of Tsushima. A year later, or a year and a half later, whatever the release date was for that, uh, we get a $20 expansion. But now you're, what, another few years out? So you take all those developers off the table. What are you looking at from PlayStation first party? Um, I just, where I'm kind of going is, we know that Xbox's first party is so big that they're going to be delivering games every quarter forever, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sony seems to still be built for this model where they have these big, huge hits that land and they land like meteors. But then there's this huge gap of years before that studio produces something else. And I just don't know if that's sustainable. And Sean Layden specifically spoke about that extensively before he left, so, uh, left PlayStation. There's an interesting parallel with our frustration for Nintendo mm -hmm. because it sounds very similar to our frustration with PlayStation built for old style releases, one big game, big game every off. every few years or several years. Yeah, from from right. a studio. And it, I will note that I think we've heard last year that PlayStation had something like fifty games first party 25. in the works. It, what was it, bud? Twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, twenty five with like 50. fourteen new IPs or something, Joe. Mm -hmm. Something. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. Like so I was, I was way off by doubling it by accident. But but the point is, they do have stuff in the works, without a doubt. But Definitely. they are built in a way that, that may not be productive for the new model. That said, it is a communication thing. Hmm. We don't know if they are built for it. PlayStation now has improved 10 times over from where it was. They don't market it well. It's no. not shown well. You know, the service, from what I understand, not not that bad. Game Pass marketed like champs all the time, constantly. For God's sakes, they made an all-for-one video that in the week it came out next to Switch hardware and a state of play, their 90s video was on socials constantly. Yeah, It's, it's weird the way that the messaging is going about, and I think PlayStation is stuck between two, two styles of, of approach. Yeah. Reminds me of Sega. Honest to goodness, Sega Japan Sega. and Sega America. 
Well, yeah. the thing that I would say when it comes to Sony that I'm not too worried about when it comes to like Horizon or, or sorry, Gorilla and Santa Monica and all that is they're ramping up in different ways. So like from what I understand, Gorilla has multiple teams. Uh, Santa Monica has two teams. Like they're working on God of War. They keep on teasing that they have something unannounced that they're working on. Uh, Naughty Dog, <laughs> it looks like it seems like that studio is married to The Last of Us uh, remake again. Uh, so, like you know, if 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 Insomniac is to show what the future of first party games are going to be giving us in terms of like what they're going to be uh, or how many games the, the 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 quantity, we're in pretty okay shape. Like Biles was a was a pretty decent. Uh, decent experience size experience ratchet as well these are two really good games and we can see that in less than what like eight months both those games come out same same studio just different teams that's what i think sony is going to be doing it's kind of using those brands using mm -hmm. the that leadership uh power at those uh, those studios to crank out multiple releases that in all honestly like i hope is smaller experiences I can't do the 40, 50 hour stuff anymore. I'm a grown ass man. Give me something a little bit smaller. Well, let me, let me just enlighten you by letting you know that Assassin's Creed, they're going to be giving you a live service nonstop 500 hour experience, buddy. Well, Luke, I want to know what you feel, man. For PlayStation? Yeah, man. Can I, can I add one other thing? Go for it, Ansel. Yeah. Sorry, it. sorry. Just before you go, Luke. Dare you. <laughs> the, the other reason I bring that up. Uh, and I think compounds it in my mind. And to your point, Joe, what I was saying about the studios, right? We don't know. And I think that goes back to the communication. If they have multiple teams working on multiple projects with staggered releases, then they are going to deliver on first party in this kind of uh, more frequent cyclical nature. Tell us. You, you're not showing us anything or telling us anything. But the other thing, um, Luke, just which you can come on comment on as well, because I know you guys love Sea of Thieves. You're still playing Halo Five. Um, there's still millions of people playing Forza Horizon Four. Forza Horizon Four had two, two. I don't know how two of the top five selling spots on Steam last week. Yeah. The additions, I saw that. Yeah, last yeah. week. It, it's three and a half years old. Mm -hmm. So my point being is that when you look at PlayStation games, Horizon, God of War, Spider Man, all their big bestsellers. Ghost of Tsushima as well. They're single player games and they're fantastic. But once you beat them, they're done. There's no recurring revenue model for Sony there or PlayStation. There's no bringing in new players constantly to join a community of playing the game together, right? You can say, oh, I finally played God of War. It was amazing and et cetera. And, and that's awesome. Um, but it's a very different model. And I think PlayStation uh, will be looking to move that way as well. Yeah. Um, because it's a it's a gap for them yeah and it's it's a gap they know exists and it yeah. is something that you could even see the way look insomniac's hiring for multiplayer gorilla's got a multiplayer team they're gonna do some multiplayer stuff. the contract they side with uh jade raymond's new studio is a multiplayer yep. game yep firewalk deviation ghosts yeah. added a multiplayer mode slapped so good which yeah, I, which honestly god i yeah. never would have thought yeah never would have thought that which is fair yeah Sorry, uh, what Luke. I think? No, you're great, man. I'm. No, don't apologize. I mean, processing. He doesn't deserve the apology. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm just processing everything. It. It feels just cyclical. It feels cyclical that when you are on top of the mountain, everybody is forced to adapt in order to beat you. You know, 
that's that's exactly what happens and you don't see often in sports uh or otherwise call of duty professional athletes maybe um you don't see recurring champions for extended periods of time it doesn't happen that way consistently because people will adapt their games in order to beat you they look at what you're doing and they look at how they're going to go about uh taking you down and, and surpassing you uh I think Microsoft realized they could not go toe to toe at the time and the way that they were working uh, and create a God of War like experience, a Ghost of Tsushima experience, uh, a Spider-Man like experience to a lesser extent. They just weren't poised or ready to do that uh, at the time. And so they said, OK, what else can we do? What can we do instead? How do we adapt and shift? Um, and I think this will flip again next generation, be it Sony, Luna or anybody else. You know, Stadia is coming back, baby. Atari. Atari, they launched a console last year, didn't they? Um, it, it, I think, really and truly, PlayStation is is a victim of their own success, and victory has defeated them, uh, and, and that's what happens. Yeah, you see it, Joe. You get that reference. Victory has um, defeated you. Victory has defeated you. The big thing with PlayStation is they've consistently delivered, and since launching the PlayStation Five, they've delivered. Yep. Eternal does did very well. Not not very marketable outside of its genre, but very good game. Ratchet and Clank, very good game, undermarketed, I would argue. Uh, and Miles Morales is the game that, like many Mario games for Nintendo, every time someone buys a PlayStation, they're going to buy Miles. Except they for just, me. That's just it. What's that? I said except for me. I don't own it. It's wild to me that you've not played that game. It's so good. I know you're not a superhero guy, which is yeah. also weird to me. I, play, um, I played... But, uh, Spider-Man on the PS4, and I just I put like 15 hours into it and stopped. Just That's how you could beat Miles. Yeah, I'm I surprised beat Demon you Souls play. though. That's all that matters. Anywho, the <laughs> the big thing is there are certain games that release, and if you buy that console, you're gonna get it. You're yeah. gonna get it, and I think Miles is gonna be that game. The question will be how long is that going to be manageable? They have that instant game collection for PlayStation Plus, which I would argue is is just an incredible value. Awesome. Right, uh, Jordan, who you guys know, Jordan in the community, he's on Backlog Chronicles with Mo and the guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, just got his PS5, first PlayStation he's ever owned. Congrats, Jordan! That's awesome. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And we we told him like I I was in party chat with him one night, and we we were we were we were like, yes, you got your PS5, you know. And I was like, dude, I was like, what are you gonna play first? You know, like I assume you've played uh, Uncharted and these, so why not like Ghost or something? He's like, no, I haven't played anything on PlayStation. I was like what he's like nothing and i was like i don't even know where to begin i was like i don't even know where to begin so over the past like two months he's played all of uncharted all of them he's played god of war he's played uh i don't have to take the conversation over but my point being is that a lot of that came from the ps plus game uh Mm -hmm. collection collection thank you that you're talking about and it's just like this been say it again how many beers is this beer for? I know I'm struggling. I know. I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, but my point being is that for someone like him, who's getting mm-hmm. into the PlayStation ecosystem from the start, it, it is unbelievable value for them. Yeah. That, that PlayStation plus PS five collection. I call it the instant game collection because of Vita, but I don't know what the, their <laughs> tagline name is, but that instant game collection for PS five is as valuable to a new PlayStation owner as game passes to an Xbox owner. Right, I wouldn't it, debate it. I mean, it's just there's so many 
good titles in there. And while I tend to skew more towards the, the Xbox library just by my own interests, there is so much incredible game experience to be had on a yeah. PlayStation that you can't go wrong with it. I am uh, disappointed with its physical model on the PS5. It's too big. Um, it's got a pop collar, man. Come on. It does have a pop collar. I am surprised that in in within a year of its release, we're already talking about revisions. It reminds me of the Xbox One when everybody was like, oh, I'll get it when it's revised because they didn't like how big it was. <laughs> the and, then, and, and it's, again, that cyclical nature, man. It's a lot of the same complaints that we make about one, we apply to the next one in the next generation. Um, the digital PS5 is so sleek. but It's, it's beautiful. That, it's that disc version. <laughs> Who? What? What were they? What were they thinking? God bless the poor people at that marketing firm that had the PlayStation Five upside down and filmed this multi-million-dollar commercial with it upside down, and they had to pull it. I don't know if you guys saw it. Someone on my timeline posted that in 2019, Herman Holst, or not 2019. What am I talking about? Mm -hmm. Like six months ago. Again, beers. Um, Herman Holst posted something where it showed like his TV and PS5 and his cat was like jumping at the screen at Bug Snacks or something. Herman Holst in his house, his PS5 was upside down. Oh no, is that real? That can't absolutely be, no. real. I double checked. I was like, dude, is this real? Like, show me a link to it. He that, provided. Honestly, God, I, that's why I think that that revision, once the the production line seems halfway normal, is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I, I think they're they're sick of getting memed. I think they. I think they knew they made a big mistake when they revealed it, and people were like, "Brave Those choice." Were, the problem they have, and we don't need to get too technical here, yeah. though. But the problem they have is the. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the the, uh, the board. God damn! How what's in this beer? The board in the PlayStation Five is so big. It's it's flat. It's this big, right? And the mm-hmm. cooling system is gigantic. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas what xbox did was they created a dual circuit board that basically sits like this and connects and Mm -hmm. so they were able to compact down the form but that's why the ps5 is so tall because it's literally the board sitting in it like this with this giant cooling section and then they had to add the disk drive like on the side on its Mm -hmm. pregnancy bump and it's just it's just not a good design um but god that was why xbox touted that that velocity architecture that that like chip they were like remember that everybody was showing the chip for the xbox one x and then the series x and that was like yeah. people's profile pictures and yeah, stuff losers you could say it it's it's we, well I, I don't care about that kind of stuff i'm not a tech guy right like no, no, no. our old like putting like a picture of a chip in your profile and you're like yeah. look at what i got you're a fucking <laughs> loser I'm yeah like i I, I have the pictures i looked at them, i was like oh this is really cool but a profile <laughs> picture come on, come on, right guys. now there's like 50 <laughs> listeners that are just like Oh, I don't much oh, well, here's you, Mr. Dorkbit. <laughs> He's the worst. Yo, Joe, did the package not come to your house yet? I sent you a box forever ago. I was hoping it would get to you for this episode. Um, you gotta track it. So, uh, yeah, um, not to compare. Man, not because I know at all. No, no, no. What I, I was exactly about to say. <laughs> I was trying not, packages. I was trying not to spoil anything because I know what it is. Oh, okay. um, but I just wanted to say out loud that the package I'm waiting on uh, hasn't arrived at it. Oh, all right. Okay. So I don't even have a shipping notification. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, so I don't, I don't know what's going on. But anyway, it's just the worst. It's just the. Hey, worst. Isn't it weird, Luke, that Ames referred to you as a, as his wife? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Just play with me. Play with me. Here. <laughs> 
No one knows what you're doing. No, I don't. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not that drunk. Because he's a little tipsy. <laughs> no, I'm not that drunk. Jesus. Like, whoa, what do you mean, Jennifer? Yeah, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Wait, are, are you drinking? I don't think anyone knows what you're talking about. Uh, right whatever, man. <laughs> swing, swing, and miss. This is why I'm the funny one, guys. This is why I'm the funny one. All the time, constantly. I just I test my material for the show. What? And then you put it on, on, the on the trophy room. Yeah. All right. So let me let me tell you how some of our, <laughs> the people that wrote in uh, were feeling. Uh, let's see. J- Suddy gave PlayStation a seven for this year and said they've had some solid hits, uh, which is amusing because he gave Nintendo a three and Xbox a nine. More like solid beeps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mojo Blues gave PlayStation a three. Uh, Next to his Xbox for a ten, and Mojo, I gotta tell you, man, that feels like bias as hell. <laughs> when you've got Returnal and Ratchet and Clank launching in your year, and and it Xbox, ain't for him. it ain't for him. It ain't for him. I get you, but like, I can't fault PlayStation's year. Um, but cheers to you. Uh, we've got uh, Musa who gave PlayStation an eight out of ten with good first party releases, um, and then Dano's essay says. That PlayStation 8 out of 10. He was pleased with PlayStation Plus. He likes the PS5 collection like we talked about. Uh, he's getting some FOMO because of that. And That's right. uh, he says that although they have announced 25 exclusives for the future, it's hard to imagine how many are remakes, remasters, or director's cuts. Or even <laughs> PSVR. Director's and uh, ooh, he's got a good point. This whole thing of remakes, remasters, and director's cuts now is a strange trend. Now, to be clear... I am all against them until it's the game I want, and then I'm all for them, right? It's a consistent thing. Oh, it's, it's like as soon as they announce Bloodborne Remaster, me and Joe are going to be jumping through the roof. Like, bring That's, it on. They want. As long as they're not lazy. That's the big thing. Yes. And Agreed. like you can argue the director's cut stuff. I don't De- care. Demon's Souls like is a perfect example. That that remake is incredible. Like, absolutely incredible. If they yeah. gave Bloodborne a remake, which I, I don't like or care about Bloodborne, but if they made it like 4K, but sure. then kept it 30, like that'd be lazy and I'd be very upset with that, yes. right? If you're going to remake yeah. or remaster, it needs to be done proper. And we've seen some good and bad examples of that. Yeah. Um, um, Dano makes a good point. We None of us mentioned actually, though, is uh, you've mentioned the PS Plus collection, which is incredible. But PS Plus, because oh, I think yeah. Game Pass had taken all the spotlight, right? It definitely felt like Sony had been putting more effort into their PS Plus free titles. And they've had some great titles this year, for sure. I, I mean, it, it overshadows Xbox Live Gold, like, it's not even a comparison at this point. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's fan, it's a fantastic service yeah. that I I recommend even if you're not a big multiplayer, you know, person. This this man like Plague Tale this month, Destruction you know? All Stars. I mean, come Destruction on, Destruction All Stars, Bug Snacks, Operation <laughs> Tango. You know, Star no, they Wars. They did have Squadron. some amazing games this year. I don't remember them, but they had a, several. I don't know that they were all amazing. I think they were amazing next to gold. They've no, I mean good... they were good titles. They weren't no, like I think they're good. Even they're not they're, they're not launching, right? It's not like yeah. you get some major third party exclusive or a new game, but it's it's good games if you haven't played them. Exactly. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I'll give you that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we did have another listener write in, and this one, uh, this person, awesome Dave, uh, <laughs> w- w- noted that uh, in our tweet for Cast Co op, we we pointed out that Joe sucks, and he does. Uh, and that's just how it is. But awesome, Dave wrote in, and he had a, he had some backup for you, Joe. And I was really okay. glad to see that at least somebody cared about you. He said, "How yeah. dare you, badmouth Joe? He's a banger yeah. of a guy. If there Ooh. was a scale of bangerness, he would be near the top. Perhaps a banger amongst bangers. Don't worry, Ooh. Joe. As a member of the mm, 
banger bros i got your back i hope you have a banger of a day dave, dave first of all let me just reach out to you and just talk to you and me thank you for supporting joe okay it's really nice of you that you were there for him and supporting him joe do you want to respond to dave i mean he did yeah. did i uh, i want to talk about joe being a part of the banger bros and what yeah, exactly that is yeah i want to I talk every no episode y'all do this to me i have no affiliation with the banger bros <laughs> is um, there an er in that or is it just bang bros or uh I, you know i've told him in Nakachaka that they gotta really they gotta rename it, and they are adamant. We are Joe, the banger bros for life. Yeah, w- wink if you're in a van right now. <laughs> I don't. I'm scared. If I, I don't understand, you don't get that. I'm not going to explain that. Oh, right okay. For God's sakes, get out of this particular segment, guys. Every okay. week I say this. AIDS, you brought, you brought it up. Put you brought it up. Down. They seem like nice guys. They're taking me <laughs> to go see my show. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> well, <laughs> anywho, real glad this they is all. Like nice lo- uh, <clears throat> Dave, thanks for writing in. Um, <laughs> that's great. Remember, all of you guys can write in and find us on Twitter at cast underscore co-op to write in stuff on, on our various topics. Uh, we're still. De- I got nothing. Can somebody please get me the hell out of this this particular portion? I'm very uncomfortable. Luke can't even talk. He's. Uh, <laughs> it's my fault. I know. You, you wanted to read it. the question. You know, you, you wanted me to say the forsaken word. I just word wanted you to realize you had people out there that care about you, Joe. True. And those six True. or seven people really just think you're a stand-up Drive dude. taxis. <laughs> it's <laughs> usually a taxi, right? Come on. God. Guys, um, I don't know. How do we outro the show? Do we do we say our individual You can follow things? me on Twitter at InsipidGhost, and I would be most appreciative if you would check out my show the xbox expansion pass in which i uh, had developers creators from around the industry on the show i most recently had jeff canada on to talk about his time uh, in gaming and his thoughts on the future of gaming that was really really cool you can find that on all your podcast services uh mr bowden where can we find the bitcast and other season gaming content yeah thank you um seasongaming.com you can find everything there guys um bitcast is live every saturday at noon however uh, we are off. As you're listening to this, we are off this week for summer vacation. I'm going to be away. Um, so we're taking a, a week break, which I don't think we've done in like a couple of years. So oh, first week off in a while. Um, but BitCast is going to be changing. Um, oh, really? Nothing to really announce today, but uh, taking it in a uh new direction i probably already said more than i wanted to because i'm drinking um but taking it in a a slightly new direction so just stay tuned over the next couple weeks uh, some things to announce some uh it's gonna be a little different could be a little different going forward in a good way bottom line if you're a fan of that new subsection on twitch ain's got you covered (laughs) live from the hot tub every saturday no (laughs) um no but um, i'm very excited about it um it's just dan in a hot tub (laughs) <laughs> eating cashews <laughs> it would probably get more hits than we get today oh boy. Um, oh boy but no it's it's gonna be good um i'm really excited about it just uh not announcing it at this moment yeah. but yeah coming in the next few weeks for sure um but on that yeah seasongaming.com thanks as always guys i'm actually driving like 12 hours tomorrow so i'm behind <laughs> on podcasts because um 
I don't know about you guys, but not not driving as much. I just don't listen to as many podcasts as I used to. So yeah. uh, I'm I'm literally loading up like all of your guys' shows that I'm behind on, and I'm just going to podcast the whole drive. Nice. So nice. I'm excited about it. Mm, good. That's good. And you can find the trophy room, a PlayStation podcast. achievement hall. Uh, you know, <laughs> give it give it a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> the trophy room, a PlayStation show over on YouTube where you can find the video version. You can find the trophy room wherever you find your podcast service of choice. And yeah, you can find me over at Mr. Bad Bit on Twitter or at PS Trophy Room on Twitter as well. And what yeah, should, um, what should people Google for your, uh, banger bros? Um, that's a, why, that's, why are we back here? Why do we got to be sure, back at this Onlyfans.com <laughs> slash. <laughs> BB Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Five bucks gets you in, ten bucks gets you a little something extra. <laughs> keep, 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 ca- keep, keep casting that go up. <laughs> this is Luke's hell. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> 